1: Happy Hump Day! It's the Laurie and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Holly Roberts is in for Julia today. Uh, let's congratulate Mary Kelly in St. Paul. Congrats, Mary. $107 richer today. She either downloaded and then opened the My Talk app or already had the My Talk app and just opened it. And that means you are registered for our daily drawing. Uh, for $107. So, congrats to Mary, and we'll have another winner tomorrow, and we'll continue with the daily giveaway uh, right through the end of the month. Okay, there you go.
2: Nice, because we have 31 days.
1: Uh, that that, that yes, is
2: true. It's true. And Every a chance day. to win $107. Yes. Just open the darn app. That's it. That's, that's it. all you got to do. And then stay a while, sit a spell, and listen. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, my Moti <laughs> is here today. She arrived an hour Aww. ago on Sun Country. She's here for a week. She'll listen. Uh, probably not. She's oh, probably okay. kicking back with Casey having some tuna salad that I made for her last night. Okay. My mom loves my tuna salad. Really? Yeah. Does she Salad Schwager with uh, Casey.
1: I loved your potato salad.
0: Yeah. Your... I don't know. She just you know when someone makes you like my mom always makes me shrimp salad when I go to Ooh, see her. What's in the shrimp salad? salad? You know, shrimp. It's the same well, thing. Well yeah, it's, th- <laughs> it's thank just, you. A yeah, that's a barn thing. Okay, no, it's uh <laughs> It's the same thing, like it's a tuna salad. You know, so the little, a little shells, mayonnaise, an egg, and some chive, and um, a Never little had. celery, more shrimp than noodle, and and an equal amount egg. And she likes your tuna salad. And she likes my tuna salad. So you reciprocate, yeah, so a little bit. A oh, little that's wonderful. Noodle. I know. Oh. Okay. All right. The uh, the I concert. I have huge concert regret. You do? Mm-hmm. Yes. You do, Lori. I I kind of forgot that this show was coming here because it was announced like in the spring and I didn't buy tickets and then it was sold out even though... I could, probably could have gotten tickets if I'd gone down, you know, as the show was starting. But Chrissy Hine and the Pretenders were at the State Theater, sold out show, and you didn't go. I, lo- I yeah. love her. I love. I love the Pretenders. I've been a fan since that very first album came out in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, last saw her when she opened for Stevie Nicks. I think I remember you at talking the Excel about in that in December of 2016, and then I saw her a few years ago at First Avenue. But John Breedman, his review. He said she's been on tour with one version or another of this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band since 1979. She's a road uh-huh. warrior. She is. And Truly. He, he writes, um, she has a reputation for being mercurial in concert. And I will say that the happiest I've ever seen her was with the Stevie Nicks. She is kind of... um uh, Rock and roll bitchy in a way that I approve of, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I would do it.
2: I would be that she way, She has too. attitude. And she knows attitude. how to be a front woman. And yes. she's rock and roll. She's playing her Stratocaster on But stage. I saw she's this softer it. side of her with Stevie Nicks
0: because they did a couple songs together. And she was very... Playful that night. Well, John Bream says friendly, playful, smiling, and happy are rarely used to describe Chrissy Hine. She was all of those things on Monday night at the sold-out State Theater, and terrific, as good as ever. Not only was she in a good mood and consistently outgoing, but her voice was outstanding, and her four-man band was lean and potent. Come De- December thirty-first, this is John Bream. Start to Bream writing this. This will rate as one of the best rock shows staged this year in the Twin Cities. Oh,
2: Lori. Oh, Lori. I know. Have you ever seen Chrissy Hine? I have not, but uh, I love her. I know. And for the same reasons that you love her, Lori. She's rock and roll, raw chick. She's got that attitude. Great songs. Great songwriter, too. uh, Oh,
0: geez. Okay, so she's 66. Breams describes her as being chatty. She talked about traveling along the Mississippi River earlier in the day and through the Seward neighborhood. And then a woman in front of the stage shouted she was from Seward. And then they got in a little conversation and it turns out the fan left the Seward neighborhood because of a divorce and said the divorce Chrissy Hine. She was famously married to Ray Davies of the Kinks. Yes. Thank you. I knew you would know that. (laughs) (laughs) Said Hine, moving house and divorce are most stressful. I found it was the most comforting thing. So giving a little, like,
2: hey. I- Sometimes
0: you do want to get divorced. Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah. The, and later, the rocker started chatting with an overly exuberant dancing fan named Ann. <laughs> Ann, if you're listening, shout out. Yeah, uh, Christy invited Ann on stage, asked her to sing harmony on the last notes of him to her, and then kissed her on the lips. and overwhelm, Ann responded with a bear hug, a whisper in Christy Hines' ear, and a peck on her cheek, it was precious. Oh, oh, that could have been you, Lori. But that, I can't sing. That, well, that
2: doesn't Never matter. That's stopped You, before. That's not That's stopped you, before. you <laughs> could have really? been on stage then, with Chrissy Hines. Then Hine listen the to this, because,
0: of course, Chrissy Hines, she famously is from Ohio, lives in England. She praised Minneapolis for being a great music town. She acknowledged our buddy, friend of the show, Twin Cities Keyboardist, Ricky Peterson, oh. saying... Oh. Ricky. Ricky. Saying he'd played with Prince, the Pretenders, and Stevie Nicks. And when uh, Ricky toured with Stevie Nicks a few years ago, he also sat in with that Pretenders, the opening act, the show at the Excel. And she dedicated Back on the Chain Gang to Ricky Peterson uh, the same Ricky Peterson, who got a shout out just a month ago from Bonnie Red at the Excel, so obviously Ricky Peterson is oh, a yeah. very beloved yes. guy. And uh, Broom said he would have put "Precious" and "Stop Your Sobbing" on the wish list of songs she didn't sing, but it was a ninety-five minute set, and I guess she played five songs from the last album, twenty sixteen, and her T-shirt said, "Don't pet me, I'm working." <laughs> And she does Mm-mm. swagger. She's got long legs, and she wears tight jeans and a big belt. Oh, but that's what you want Song of rock your rock and, roll. rock and
2: roll stars. And I
0: guess when she did Bra- Bra- Brass in Pocket, that was from the first album, 79, yes. and she was just swagger. Just
2: doing it. Thank you. I- oh, God. Oh, Donnie, we've got to hear Brass in
0: Pocket, all right? got to hear Brass in Pocket, well, okay. back in the chain gang, oh. and stop your sobbing. Uh, because okay. we, we, need, we, need to,
2: we need to solve Lori's woes Yeah. Yes. Of missing Susan the... Uh, Everyone
0: who missed it. Also, they said uh, Bream writes her voice soared like a chart-topping power balladeer on "94's I'll Stand By You," their last big oh, hit.
2: I remember I when that, that song, song came out. I love it too. Love well, it. So maybe she just has no blanks to give anymore, and she's just like, you know what? I'm here. I'm on stage. He, I'm enjoying myself. Said it's
0: Chrissy Hines' best performance in the Twin Cities, and if you've ever, ever seen her, ever. yeah, ever, ever, ever. And then I guess the Rails, this uh, acoustic folk rock duo. They're the daughter of Richard and Linda Thompson. Hello. They came off as the Buckingham Knicks of England. They gave a shout-out to Twin City Pickers Jim and Dave Boquist, with whom he played in Sunvolt. How often does an opening act from across the pond know anything about Twin Cities musicians other than Prince? And Sunvolt dates Bella Thorne. Because <sighs> she told us that when she was in that's studio. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh. anyway, uh, happy for everybody who saw that amazing <laughs> show last night. And John, you write the best reviews, damn it. All right, when we come back, it's our stories we can't get enough. Back on the Oh, thank you, Donnie. We had to have a little Chrissy and the Pretenders. Yeah. Okay, so... David Spade, um, it was everywhere. He was on GMA this morning. He was on Jimmy Fallon last night, and I
2: love him. This is a fun fact about you, Lori. I now I knew like, I knew of
1: all people, right? that maybe know. perhaps you were a
2: fan of David Spade's work, but the enthusiasm with which you bring oh, to the topic of David I Spade. I loved him since he was on
0: Saturday night live with Chris Farley. I just and then I think I got became more endeared to him about eight years ago. I read his Memoir, which was so self-deprecating, so funny, and so dishy, and he is like the Clooney ladies' man of the comedy
2: world. Meaning, he has an extensive roster. Wait till I go through. through Wait till I go
0: through it. I did some Googling, but let's (laughs) let's start with him on Fallon last night. Um, He's got a new book, uh, an Audible book out that we'll get to in a little bit. But he's talking about the hotel. Transylvania 3 premiere
3: it's really a fun movie and we had a big premiere and uh you know I brought my daughter Harper she's nine and she wanted to see it she likes them all and uh, my brother's daughter B and uh and then my mommy so I brought them all out for the premiere That's cool. Your mom yeah, came yeah she liked it and uh she has lupus she doesn't fly a lot but she goes I'll come I'll come she's all excited so she comes out and they all want to see Selena Gomez of course she's a huge star you know yeah they sort of bored me so, uh, I've sort of leveled out at this point in the excitement meter. And then, so we get there and I go, I'll figure out, because she's sort of in the theater. And we don't know where. Yeah, yeah. And so I go, Will you say hi to my daughter and uh, her and my niece? She's like, Of course. She gives Harper a hug, very sweet. That's nice. Gives Bea a hug. And then my mom's across the aisle, and you know, moms, she goes, I go, Oh, say hi to my mom. And my mom goes, uh, Lupus! <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they have that in common. I go, <laughs> because Selena has lupus, and so does my mom. And I go, is this who we're opening with? And so she, goes, she goes, oh, yeah, no. And she goes, I have it, you have it. And then she goes, like, it's fun. And uh, and then Selena goes, oh, yeah, lupus. And then I go, oh, we're changing gears. I see her go. Uh. And then uh, she goes, I know. I'm always tired. Are you tired a And she goes, nope, full of energy. And I
1: go, mom, mom, play along. She's... She's, she's trying, trying
3: to relate to you. but <laughs> well, my mom's so star juice to meet her. She's so excited. So Great energy, yeah. Then everyone swarmed her, you know, because once she's up, they're like meerkats. Everyone's like, Selena. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so cute. And his niece, B is his brother and Kate Spade's daughter. Yes. Um, and uh, David Spade had that baby with Jillian Grace, who was Miss Playboy March 2005 and um, in 2008. Um, She got pregnant, said it was him. They took the DNA test. And it it was him? Yeah, he's the dad. Mm -hmm. Just FYI. Thank you. Okay, so uh, I think Jimmy is asking him because he's also got a a movie coming out, Fathers or...
1: Uh, Father of the Greatest... Father of the Year. Father of the Year, I think. Father of the Year. So he's been
0: flying around a lot doing interviews.
1: With you, every time you come here, there's always some experience about you flying that's very... uh, interesting yes. to me, because it's always, always, sometimes I have to fly Southwest a lot to Arizona
3: and back. Southwest is one of those airlines that sort of jumps around quickly. It's a little bit, you know, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about them. It's fun. They wear shorts. No, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> they all wear shorts? They all wear shorts, because they're drenched in sweat. Because Phoenix is their hub. So they're always like, on the loudspeaker, first of all, they go, don't get on until we uh, clean the plane. You know, it's literally one guy with Febreze going, pff, pff, pff. all right, there you <laughs> Bring on the cattle.
1: Uh, so oh, we go. cleaning the plane. Yeah, please, It's yeah. a little,
3: it, They do a lot of flights. So, uh, <laughs> and then I go, hey, I think I found a dog tooth in my seat back. And they're like, hey, we don't get every nook and cranny, Nark. Let's yelp it down a notch, guy. Nark. Okay. So then I'm saying, and there's, and they're like, just sit down. We got to push off the gate. So concerned about the gate. Push off, push off. There's no aisle seats. It's all middle. We're the all middle seat airline. You know this. Like, you are. It's almost impossible. It's only middle seats. So we all sit down, quit looking for overhead room, there's nothing, sit down, put your crap in your lap, let's go. This flight was $89, you know what you're getting. So we sit there, and then, you know, it's never like a relaxed, half full flight, it's like, we're packed to the gills, we've oversold it by 300, we have no idea how it works, we have no idea what we're doing here. And there's no food. We got five bags of peanuts left. (laughs) Halfway through, we're going to shoot them out with a t-shirt gun. (laughs) Look alive, people. Heads up. One of them's Honey (laughs) Rose. Oh, that's good. I mean, it was so funny because
0: he's just making Fallon giggle. And he is... A funny guy. And I yeah. loved him also on Rules of Engagement. Yeah. Uh, that was a yeah, funny sitcom. sitcom. Just
1: Shoot Me. Remember that one? Oh,
0: yeah. He was I great on that, that yeah. show. He's just... I get a kick out of him. He's very charming. Now, here he is talking about his this new Audible book that he has, which he kind of likened an Audible book with the comedian doing his own storytelling is the modern-day version of a comedy album. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. So here we go.
3: But it's pretty funny. It's about... Then versus now, like, you know, when you break up with girls and uh, how tough it was. It used to, you didn't get ghosted in the old days. You know, Ghosting didn't exist. No, it was, you know, it fizzled out. Like, what happened with you and Sarah? We fizzled out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She's boning another guy. That's basically what happened. Like, she didn't tell me, but that's what's happening. And then when you break up with a girl, there's never, never a good time. It's always bad for them. Like, can you believe it was eight weeks before Christmas?
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
1: all of this is Chris Jenner.
2: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the
1: fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Christmas.
3: <laughs> Nine months before my birthday. <laughs> this jerk breaks up with me. This jerk. Yeah. yeah. Daylight savings time. <laughs> he did it on purpose he so I could cry an extra hour. <laughs> he's a monster. <laughs> 51 years to the day before Haley's Comet. We're <laughs> going to watch it together. <laughs> he's he's playing this. He's a jerk. He's, he's the a bad devil. Person, yeah.
0: And the name That's of the so book true. is called "A Polaroid Guy in a Snapchat Snapchat World," and because he has been dating babes, <laughs> since babes, babes. No, he has. No, you're babes. exactly he, right. He That's is the queenly so ladies' man of the comedy world. Listen to he's he's dated. Okay, so Christy Swanson, oh the yeah. Vampire That's Slayer, Laura the original. Flynn Boyle in 1999, and she famously started fooling around on him with Jack Nicholson, That's and right. he found out in the National Enquirer. Then he dated Krista Allen in 2001, and then after she and Spade broke up, she dated George Clooney for two years. Ah. Uh, he dated Julie Bowen from Modern Family really? for a year. That
2: sounds familiar. Huh.
0: Then he dated an actress named Brittany Daniel. Then he dated in 2004 Sarah Foster before she married her husband, David Foster's daughter. Mm-hmm. And, Ah, uh, Jillian Barbieri from Good Day oh LA. Oh my gosh! Heather Locklear in two
2: thousand and six. So what you're telling me is the man has a type. He's Going charming all of these women. But he
0: he is charming. Oh, I, and yeah. Lady, and he's funny. Okay, then. No doubt. After he and Heather Locklear broke up in two thousand and six, he got together with Carmen Electra. They broke up, but two years later, he got back with Carmen Electra in two thousand and eight. In between Carmen Electra and um. Um, the next one, it was Pamela Anderson in 2007 and then really? went back to Carmen Electra oh. after he and Pamela broke up. Then Nikki Whalen, who's this beautiful blonde Aussie actress. Then he dated Jillian Grace, the playboy lady who had his baby. Mm-hmm. Then he dated for a year and a half Nicolette Sheridan. Then the next year, Pad Malashki in 2010. Then he dated this famous girl who's an ex of Ryan Seacrest and Chris Pine, Charlotte McKinney, the model, Naya Rivera, I have 11, and now a mystery blonde and. Um, yeah, mystery <laughs> blonde, possible. Yeah. Bikini
2: model kind slash of incredible, model, right? Yeah. Oh, David Spade. Good, ladies. <laughs> yeah, never
0: been married either. All right, well, listen, we come back. We're going to hear one more clip from David Spade and also about Jimmy. She's up on all the trends.
2: This is the My Talk Now trending report.
3: There are things you need to know.
2: Oh, but did you know it's National Hot Dog Day? That is the uh, number one trending topic on Twitter right now. Also uh, letting you know that L.A. rain is trending because there is rain in Los Angeles and the whole entire city is freaking the blank out. Just letting you know. It's raining in Los Angeles in July. And speaking of Los Angeles, there is another bear from LA that is trending because the bear uh, took a dip in a pool in Granada Hills, a neighborhood in Los Angeles. This comes uh, but a couple of weeks after another bear uh, went viral for taking a dip in a hot tub and drinking someone's leftover margarita. And also trending online this afternoon would be Faith Evans and Stevie J. The musicians are allegedly getting ready to tie the knot in Las Vegas. TMZ reports that they have applied for a marriage license in Clark County, Nevada. And also trending would be The Crown. We're getting our first look at Helena Bonham Carter as Princess Margaret in Season 3 of The Crown. And she's taking over the role from actress Vanessa Kirby. That's what's trending here on my talk.
1: Forecast is brought to you by Envision Distinctive Eyewear. Chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight, and that becomes a lot more likely by tomorrow morning and into tomorrow. 90% chance of showers tomorrow. 68 for your low tonight, only 73 for your Thursday high. Right now it is 80 at MyTalk.
2: Now you know what we know. See more at Mytalk1071.com.
1: No, I won't
0: Yeah, I didn't have my microphone. That was Charlie (laughs) Booth, done for me. I like that song. I like the song too. Okay, so then David Spade was also on with GMA this morning, um, talking about this new Audible book, A Polaroid Guy in a Snapchat Snapchat World. Robin uh, was enchanté with him. She mm. was just like, she, she's like, no, Michael, I'm sitting down with David Spade. The ladies love him. There's just something. I would love to meet him in person. I would too. And to
2: experience that for myself because <sighs> before we went to break, you just read off the list of all the women who have been associated with David Spade. So obviously he has some kind of charm yeah, I in mean, person.
0: Heather Locklear, Carmen Locklear, Pamela Anderson, Nicola Sheridan, Pad Malashke, Charlotte McKinney, I mean, the list goes the on. List go, Julie Bowen, modern. I mean, so, and he's never got married. Mm. But anyway, he, uh, Robin, at the end of the interview after they got done, you know, just kind of having fun. She did um, bring up his sister in law, Kate Spade, who uh, took her life. Maybe
3: it's what been three uh, weeks ago.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah maybe about a, yeah, a about, month, month, okay. about a month. Yeah, about a month, and month and a half ago. Yeah. So here we go.
3: It's uh, been very tough, um, obviously, and. Uh, just it it is very sweet that everyone came out of the woodwork to that she really made an impact. I remember when we used to hang out and it's funny cuz every girl I was with or or anyone around anyone that knew they would see Katie would dress differently. They would <laughs> oh, really? bring their A game. It was it was very sweet. They would be like is Katie coming? Is are Annie and Katie going to be there? Mm-hmm. And if they were it was a whole new wardrobe. And uh Katie was very sweet. She'd always she knew that they were doing that and she would mm-hmm. mention something about say, some compliment and when uh and uh, when I say, you don't dress up for me, they go, yeah, that's her, and you're you. <laughs> I, go, I don't know, it sounds like a cut down. No. Uh, but she was such a beautiful, lovely, great spirit that uh, obviously will be missed. I'll start bawling, but uh, yeah, uh, thank you for saying so.
0: I just oh, love thinking about all these women he's dated that, you know, Pamela Anderson, oh, we're getting together with your brother and Kate Spade. I've got to hey. get something lady. Yes. You know, no, she's I gonna wear a T-length A-line yeah. dress just to impress Kate Spade. I, I That's love really that. well and it's really
2: sweet that she acknowledged and she understood. Yeah, that, that people
0: were putting the extra the effort in order know, to be around her. Yeah, yeah, because oh anyway, so I, I just love that. Okay, yeah. so uh moving back over to Jimmy Fallon. So yesterday we talked to this. Author Carolyn Kepnes about her book Providence, which was one of our one of our favorite beach books we've read to date. Really? Yeah, she wrote this book called You that came out a few years ago, and it was all from the perspective, and it's gonna sound really creepy, but from the guy who's stalking and kind of and obsessed with this girl. But it's mm-hmm. written from that point of view, this guy's point of view, this guy who works in a bookstore. And I remember just I bought it because of the cover. I was intrigued and then I read it and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And it was really a great book. And it's going to be a lifetime limited series this fall. And it's called You with an unbelievable cast.
1: Yes. Uh, John
0: Stamos is in uh, it. Pen Badgley. Penn Badgley is, is the is guy.
2: He's the creepy
0: guy. Yes.
1: yes. I oh. mean, my
2: right time
0: spending some money. And she and Gillian Flynn worked together at Entertainment Weekly as as movie and TV um, reporters and doing reviews and stuff like that. So they are about the same age. So anyway, um, Providence, her latest book, was one of five books six weeks ago that Jimmy Fallon wanted people to vote on what should he read on his summer vacation. That's
2: why I've heard of it before. Yes,
0: and I said, when we talked about it, I said, well, people, if you want to vote for a good, I know this author is good. So, when we talked to her yesterday, she said, her book wasn't picked. She couldn't say who it was, and last night, Jimmy Fallon talked about his book club. Selection. Guys,
1: uh, before the break, uh, we started our Tonight Show Summer Reads Book Club. Sweeping the nation. We had people choose from five, we had five different books. Yeah. Uh, various, various in size and thickness. <laughs> thickness? <laughs> <You> <laughs> various thickness? You know that's all you were, you were judging. All I wanted was the thick book. But they didn't. Everyone wanted the no, thick book. Yeah, no, so here you, we go. People. But we got this book. It's called Children of Blood and Bone. Tomi Adeyemi is the author. And it was fantastic. And it's a, it's a great book. It's a fantasy book. She made up, it's like, uh, people are saying it's like she's the new uh, George R R Martin or uh, J.K. Rowling. It's like a whole new world, uh, and it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. I read the whole thing. But what I didn't realize with the uh, book club is um, people have to have the book to read along with you. And, and people, we announced the book, and then um, everyone ordered it. And it takes, like, weeks to get to your house. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. So I'm going, like, hey, I'm on Chapter 4. I was like, we haven't even <laughs> pressed yet. complete purchase yet, you <laughs> idiot. Uh, but anyways, it's a great uh, book. When we started the, uh, this, this contest, it was um, uh, number of 287 or something on Amazon. And when we announced it, when we finished it, it was the uh, number one book right there. Yeah. Wow. wow. But uh, anyways, uh, are good. I, I want to talk about it, but everyone has to read it first. So um, I don't want to spoil that. Anyways, um, the author, uh, Tomi Adeyemi, we just found out today, she's going to come on our show uh, next Tuesday, July 24th. So you have another week. Another week to read you the have book. another week to finish the book. It's fantastic. It's really fun. And I want to talk to her about that. But if you have any questions that you want to ask, uh, Tomi, you can send those by using the hashtag tonightshowsummerreads. Thanks again for voting. Thanks for reading along. This is fun.
0: I kind of love that a late night guy is doing this yeah. and I like I like that Fallon is doing it cuz he really his ratings went through the ringer from mm-hmm. 2 years ago when he had Trump on and ruffled his hair right. and people kind of tuned him out but yeah. mm-hmm. his monologues are good and and I don't know that I've ever seen a late night person like have a fictional author on
1: that's true. As say.
0: part of a book club, yeah. maybe they've had
2: Stephen King. Yeah, that's right. I Yeah, they have maybe. Big.
0: They maybe big, or yeah. something yeah. like that. But it's kind. Of, it's unusual and it's good for books. Well, like and good for
2: bookstores and everything else. Yeah. So I like that. Possibly Questlove in the background saying books are good. Yeah, I know. Books are Books are, <laughs> good. are good, and that's right. Well, this book looks really interesting. The Children of Blood and Bone. I'm not necessarily a YA reader, but it looks really intense, and it looks like that builds a universe, mm-hmm. and I. Yes, or it, it's the
1: first in a series. First in a series. Mm-hmm. No. The
2: second book is already scheduled to be published next year. I'm going to just tell him as picking
0: that is his first book, letting the audience pick it out. It, we have gotten on board with how many trilogies, Donnie, and then we can never get the author for the third and final book. Yeah. really?
2: Why? <laughs> because they become too busy, or the guess. books are too or, good?
1: Well, quite frankly, sometimes we've lost interest. Just hold on. Yeah. Justin
2: Cronin is
0: one. that, yeah, that I just uh, couldn't get to his that third. Witch, mm-hmm. That witch, that love story. Oh, the, yes, we, yes. I mean, we've had several. And yeah. anyway, it just can be, you know, whatever. I wish she'd pick Providence.
2: Yeah. yeah, You know, just mm-hmm. because now yeah. we're
0: BFFs with <laughs> Carolyn Kepnes, who, by the way, name drops the band Hippocampus throughout that book, Providence. So oh, well, I, look at her. We forgot to oh. ask her yesterday how she knows about it, and I tweeted her, and she said, the same wonderful friends who brought me to your state fair introduced me to the great band Hippocampus. Way to oh, go, go, everyone. I know. Okay, so I want to get your guys' take on this. So I, I didn't read this book Uh, I think it came out um, last year, The Last Black Unicorn by Tiffany Haddish. I heard it was hysterical. That that was a fun memoir, kind of like Tina Fey's bossy pants. It was in that vein, just Mm -hmm. funny, funny, funny. Anyway, her ex-husband is suing Tiffany and Simon & Schuster about the fact that in her chapter called The Ex-Husband, that... It's, you know, she alleges that he abused and stalked her during their marriage. She never mentioned him by name. They married and divorced twice. And he claims um, in his suit that um, she recanted allegations, blah, 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 and pled with law enforcement to dismiss. She had a restraining order, all these things she writes about. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't Simon and Schuster have carefully vetted that? And yeah, but think. can can you be? I mean, if if you don't name the ex husband, but you've only had one ex husband, exactly. so yeah, yeah they I, can yeah,
1: figure out who it is. They yeah. can figure out who
2: it is, but I I would imagine that there's some kind of uh, loophole where it's like, okay, you have to actually name. You this have to person prove. And, no, you have
0: to prove that it's not true. Right. That's what you have to do here. And slander. Mm-hmm. In or slander would will be libel because it's Libel, and mm-hmm. yeah. the person suing has to prove it's not true. Right. And so if he did
2: choke her, slap her, push her, he has to prove her that he didn't. Well, That's... did you say that there was a restraining order mm-hmm. that was issued? Okay, well, that is public record, yeah. and you'll be able to go back and find that. And if there was a restraining order against you that Tiffany Haddish had put out, then... Yep.
0: Well, he's seeking a million dollars. So I think he's doing this so that she and Simon and Schuster or whoever will just write him a check Uh, for $50,000 and an Mm -hmm. NDA and he'll go away. Or maybe it's... $130,000. $130,000. Maybe that's what the figure is for making people go away and not ducking. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. I think that's
2: what this is. You're going to set the bar high at a million dollars. I'm then, letting you know that I'm out here. Write me a check and then I'll go away. I'll go e- away. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, Jennifer Aniston is giving me life right now because
0: she's in Vancouver wearing denim Navy Dr. Shoals. The old-fashioned kind.
2: Like, is she on a movie set? I she yeah.
0: It's her comfortable shoe. You know, it's the one, the original. I totally had these things. I love those
2: things. Is she wearing her aviator glasses?
0: Aviator white t-shirt, boyfriend jean, bucket bag. Check, 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 and check. But I love Zine, the Doctor
2: Scholl's. They're so comfortable. Yeah, oh, there she is. Yes. Well, I'm wearing clogs today. So yeah. let's bring back the comfortable 70s sweatwear. Yeah,
0: why not? All right. <laughs> listen, when we,
2: when we come back,
0: uh, we have tickets to give away for a great show at the Guthrie called The Legend of Georgia McBride. And we have some great, great, great news. Yesterday, we shared the crabby guy from the New York Daily News' review of Mamma Mia. The second movie? Yeah. Yes. Today, we have all the rest of the critics. Yes, uh, we will be playing "Boys" by Lizzo just to get a little more of our summer jam, and then maybe some more Pretender songs for summer flashbacks. Yes. yes. All right. Thank well, how you. about how about giving away a pair of tickets uh, if you are available to go to the Guthrie? Uh, to see The Legend of Georgia McBride. We'll take seventh caller, 651-641-1071. None of us have seen the show. I think we're having somebody from
2: the show on. Trying oh, to. Fun. Trying to. Uh, Bradley designer. Trainer from the Colleen and Bradley show saw this show over the weekend. And and he said it was fantastic. He said it was a mix of Two Wong Fu. Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, okay. the movie from the 90s, and yes. also a mix of this movie that he's a big fan of called Connie and Carla with uh, Nia Verdarlos and uh and is there an Elvis
0: impersonator yeah yeah
1: there
2: totally is an Elvis impersonator in this good I need to go to this yeah you do yeah I do yes Elvis impersonator turned drag queen well. Why are you not going? <laughs> yeah, Lord? I need Why? to go to this. Yes, <laughs> Lordy. stop wasting your time. You already missed the Pretenders. <laughs> nope. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't. Donnie, that was a low. Uh, uh, that oh, not don't, don't need to
0: rub oh, that okay. one. in. You don't know what a badass she is. You've never oop, seen her, oop. Chrissy Hines. Yeah, Hine. I she's I have so. Not, not oh, like. And that no. that she's just getting better and happier. Yeah. I love she it. She has no blanks to give anymore. I know more. it. I <laughs> know it. But I, okay, so yesterday we read, mostly because uh, this guy from the New York Daily News is just a Sonarcapalooza when he doesn't like a movie and oh, he's kind of funny. So we read his Mamma Mia review and he said, you know, moviegoers, you've met your Waterloo. He didn't like it at all. Well, listen Mommy, to this. Come on. Listen to this. On Rotten Tomatoes, Mamma Mia 2 is sitting at 86% with 49 fresh reviews and only 8 rotten reviews. And the, uh, the female movie critic for the Huffington Post, she just said, uh, share, share, and more share. The highlight of Mamma Mia, here we go again, is share the great pop diva. But hey, wouldn't you expect it to be? And they just said, You know, it takes place in flashbacks, and it's just fun—yes, silly fun—and you get to go to Greece. And um, there are too many ABBA songs that are not recognizable. That just seems to be the one common critique because they used every great Abba song in the first one? Well, of course. It's to be expected in this movie. So they said that slows the energy down, but everyone came back. Christine Baranski, Julie Walters, Stellan Skarsgård, Colin Firth, Pierce Bosman, and then you have the addition of Cher and Andy Garcia.
2: I feel like Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again, you know what you're getting yourself into when you go and see this movie. You're either really excited about it because it's going to be fun and escapist and great music. My mom and and I have to go see this Yes, of course. You guys have to go and see this. But so knowing that, then, you know, if you don't want to go and see it and if you know that you're not going to like this movie, just stay away. It is going to be your Waterloo. If you don't like ABBA music and you don't like fun, frothy, frivolous things. Yeah. It's not your scene. It's and okay. I, and
0: then she writes uh, this Huffington Post. Script. She said, and yes, our Cher, Oscar winner, who still dabbles in movies, playing Donna's colorful mother, Donna being, um, you know, she plays the mother of Meryl Streep. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. She, yes. But the, you know, Meryl Streep's character, Donna, is not around when Cher makes her entrance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess she does this version. And we heard it a little bit. She played it when they did the upfronts at Caesars for movies, she came out and sang Fernando. We did play a little bit of that We there. And in the movie, it's just sublime. They said that scene is just amazing.
2: Just go see the movie for that scene alone, and you'll be having a good time.
0: Okay, so Donnie and I were on the same... Wavelength, the thing that was just giving us uh, life this morning um, amongst all the, you know, incredibly like what in the heck is going on headlines. Uh, the tourists flocking and we've posted this to see the 25 foot statue, really a sculpture, like almost looks like a balloon sculpture, but I know it's not of an open shirted. Jeff Goldblum from the original Jurassic Park.
2: Oh, this gives me life so so much. This This is amazing. And this is all in celebration for the 25th anniversary of Jurassic Park. It came out, the first one came out 25 years ago in the summer of 1993. Now, I can't believe that. I know. I used to go and watch that movie every week in the movie theater. Yeah. The ritual you go to the Mall of America, Uh go see the movie, go to Spencer's Gifts. Buy the Jurassic Park trading cards, sit on the bench outside of Spencer's, and trade them amongst your friends. I'm so
1: glad you don't remember it. Oh, (laughs) no, not at all. (laughs) But what I love about
2: the photograph that you guys posted on mytalk1071.com is the, the pug for scale. Like, just to give yes. you an idea yeah, how yeah, big yeah. this is, there's a little pug sitting in the bottom right hand corner. It weighs a lot. It's huge, yeah. I it's love 330 it. pounds. And in a
0: reference, Londoners can best understand the equivalent of 48,000 tea bags. The movie <laughs> Jurassic Park has zero connection to London. And Jeff no. Goldblum is originally from Pennsylvania making the statue sculpture even more glorious uh, now that it's an (laughs) instant sensation. Just to
2: give you a reference, this is of Jeff Goldblum in the movie, the part of the movie where he's been injured and he's laying down on a big table and his shirt is open Open. and he's kind of sweaty and he's just lingering there sexily. Did he and Laura Dern
0: then fall kind of in love when they made that first Jurassic Park?
2: Yeah, I think they
0: had some moments together. Because they were a couple. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. And then she was a couple with Billy Bob Thornton, who famously left her for Angelina Jolie. She was engaged.
2: The tangled webs we weave. Oh, Oh, I love that Billy Bob Thornton. (laughs) Was it just
0: last year he played at the fair? Uh, when I was going so crazy, uh, no, that was two, two summers ago, ago at the Liney Lodge,
2: where you were yeah. quivering the over his. Uh, we were having connection. His yeah. Skin, yeah. skinny legs. Oh, and I love <laughs> his skinny legs in that. Too. Eye contact. Eye contact. Side I know. note: Before we move on, Lori, have you watched Goliath on Amazon? Yes. The Billy Bob Thorne show. Yes. Do you like it? The second season. Yes, I love it because it's just quirky
0: characters and Jay Duplass. You know yes. from mm-hmm. Together. He is in it, and Paul Williams is in it. I read some stuff online. Some people were like bitch and and They didn't like this season of Goliath. But even though there were a few little plot holes, it reminds me of how I, why I enjoy Bosch on Amazon. I love a crime thing set in the City of Angels <laughs> with interesting characters and people figuring out stuff and bad. I don't know. That's what it reminds me of, Bosch. Is that same yeah. flavor and Billy Bob's skinny legs? And I love Billy Bob. Damn it, I love it. Have you? Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I want to watch it. I like it. It's just quirky. Yeah, I it, love quirky yeah. stuff. It's, oh, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Donnie, you watched the first season of Goliath. I did. Yeah,
1: I just haven't gotten around to this one, and I keep finding other stuff I want to watch.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, the story of our lives. Yeah. I know it. I know it. I, I, I'm i kind of glad that I'm going on um, a little uh, weekend up to Duluth this weekend because I just won't watch anything. You and have I'll just a little... fall further behind. My DVR is getting mm. summer swollen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have still the last episode of, of Riverdale. I have like three episodes of Siren. I watch too many damn shows. It's hard sometimes. I do,
2: but I like to watch it for the show. You get summer swollen, like your foot gets swollen swollen out in the DVR
0: swollen right now. I mean, my team. I know. And Casey goes to me, he goes, Every one of these shows is yours. I haven't even watched the last four of the arrangement. On e. Oh, jeez. You know why? Because they canceled, well, it's canceled it. canceled <laughs> anyways. I know. So I'm going to let it dance on the bubble before yeah. I just probably DVR it and kill it. I won't oh, even watch God. it. <laughs> it of this no loyalty from well, Lori. Well, I know, but well, why should I waste the time? You know what I mean? But I, I can't understand. quite bring myself to do it yet. Isn't that weird? Oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> oh man. All right. Listen, we will be back. We're going to play Jeopardy. And at 4.15... If you're looking for a flawless way to remove hair, we've got a tip for you. (laughs)